What is up, fellow freelance writer, and welcome back to the Freelance Writing Podcast, the podcast that teaches you, as a freelance writer, how you can get clients, high-paying clients, without pitching and sending out emails all day, because I know how much of a headache that is. Um, In today's episode, what I want to talk about is something that I talked about in past episodes, but I kind of brushed it off in the past, but I want to talk about it in a more serious light. And that thing is, how is it, you know, this is what a lot of freelance writers ask, they ask, How is it that I can get high paying clients as a freelance writer when the market charges so little around me? So how can I charge a client $1,000 if the next freelance writer will charge them $10 for the same amount of work? Won't they just go to the client that's charging $10 instead of me? And, um, you know, that's a legitimate concern that I didn't really touch on in an earlier episode. And I want to touch on it because, like I said, it is a legitimate concern. Most companies in the world, um, they don't go very far if their customers have a readily available substitute. And so if you're a restaurant and there's a restaurant next door that charges lower prices, you will lose a lot of customers. And so how is it that you can make your restaurant or your freelance writing services unsubstitutable because when you look at the biggest companies in the world multiple billion dollar companies the reason that they're so big is because they are unsubstitutable okay and they have a lot of ways in which they've built a moat around their product for example a company like Instagram Instagram in the beginning they were unsubstitutable because and they became a hundred billion dollar plus company because no one had the technology or had the code that they had to actually make Instagram, okay? And so they made Instagram and they got a lot of people on Instagram. And then eventually technology caught up. Everyone around them was able to replicate their code and make a site just like them. But they still have a moat. They're still unsubstitutable. Why? Because now they have users and other companies don't. And so if you're a user on Instagram, you can't go to another social media website like Instagram, or you know, Instagram replica, because guess what? There'll be no content on there. Your friends and family won't be on there. They can't find a readily available substitute for Instagram or any technology company, and that's why they grow so big. And so how is it that you make your skill set as a freelance writer unsubstitutable? How is it that you make sure that your clients have to go to you and they have to pay you what you want because they can't find exactly what you offer elsewhere? And so that's what I'm going to talk about in this episode. This is going to be a little complex of an episode, so I want you to really lock in and pay attention to me and maybe take notes, okay? By the way, if you want to do the free call with me where I coach you, it's down in the description. It's a free call. I'm not going to pitch you on anything because I have nothing to sell you, Um So go down in the description and lock in a time with me and I can talk to you you through all your problems as a freelance writer. I would love to help you with it. Um, If you want to know how to get clients, we can talk about that. It's a 15 minute call, absolutely free, down in the description. Um, In order to take that call though, I do have to say, because I want somebody that's focused and really ready to be a freelance writer and going to listen and learn as much as they can, you have to be subscribed to this podcast and you have to rate and review. I also want you to do those things because it helps the podcast grow and help more people just like you. Okay, but with that being said, let's get into this episode. Um, this is a lesson on, you know, uh, how to make yourself unsubstitutable. Um, I live in Los Angeles, California, right? And I wasn't born here. I was born in Baltimore, Maryland, but I traveled here in November of 2019. Um... I've been here for a year and a half 
And um, when I left Baltimore, Maryland, beautiful place, in 2019, I didn't have anything. I didn't have any money to my name. I had a $400 credit score. You know, I couldn't drive because I didn't have any insurance. I didn't even have a bank account. I literally had nothing when I left. And so when I got here to Los Angeles, California, one of my biggest missions and goals was to make a lot of money and get a lot of success so I can come home like a new person. I want to show everybody that my risk and my journey actually paid off and I got something out of it. And so one of the things that one of the thing, you know, one of the symbols for me of success in proving that I finally made it was the ClickFunnels 2 Comma Club Award. It's an award for anybody who's made more than a million dollars in a funnel. Okay, and that's something that I wanted very bad to show the people back home like, yo, I did it. Like I made more than a million dollars in a funnel. I got this award for my accomplishments. Um, And so for the last year, I've been analyzing how is it that you actually like how like the people because there are more than a thousand people who have this award. I analyzed all these people. How did they get this award? Okay, and for most people who started as beginners from scratch with no money at all, I recognize the pattern that most of them, even Russell Brunson himself, who gives out the award did it through something called a summit funnel. Okay, basically what a summit funnel is, you don't need to learn these keywords because it's not important to the episode. This is just demonstrating a principle. Basically what a summit funnel is, is a funnel where you gather a bunch of influencers and they promote the summit for you. And when people come from their audiences and buy summit tickets, you get a percentage of that purchase. Okay, and so you get a bunch of people with big followings, you know, on a video training or whatever. And they promote it to their big followings and their followings come along and they get a percentage of the sale and you get a percentage of the sale. And that's how a lot of people got to winning a two comma club uh, award as a straight beginner. That's how Runson Brunson did it itself again. And so uh, I decided to replicate this method because I wanted the results that these people have. So for the last year or some change, man, I've been trying to put together a summit and um so the process for that, I've been going to a bunch of influencers and saying, hey, you want to be part of my summit? Um, unfortunately for me, many people denied me. Many people said they didn't want to be part of my summit. And so as with all things, I began to experiment with my messaging, experimenting with my pitch. How, it is, how is it that I can get people to agree to give me traffic, giving me traffic? One small tweak I made recently was just asking, hey, do you want to be interviewed on my podcast? I can use that podcast interview for the summit, but uh, that's neither here nor there. The point of this is I've changed my messaging. I just asked, hey, do you want to be a part of my podcast? And guess what changed? Whereas most people said no to being a part of my summit, most people said yes. No, 100% of people so far have said yes to being a part of my podcast and being interviewed on my podcast. And the reason why is because this is what I think. Podcasting is something that's a universal language. Everybody understands what it means to be interviewed on a podcast in the entire process. It's simple. Whereas a summit, it's a little more ambiguous. What that entails, it's not very simple. Okay? And so what people want in a nutshell from the solutions that you offer them, because being a part of my podcast is a solution. Freelance writing services is a solution. If you if they want traffic to their movements and what they represent, they, they come on my podcast. It's a solution for them. What people want, I've recognized, is for their solutions to be simple, right? That's a prime thing. They want their solutions to be simple. So how does this relate to freelance writing and being unsubstitutable as a freelance writing service provider, as someone who writes for people? 
Well, I can bring it back to my own freelance writing experience. When I was a freelance writer, like I said before, I did cap off in the amount that I could make because I was no different from anybody else in the marketplace. And I wanted to make more money as a freelance writer and I couldn't figure out how to do that. And um, I couldn't even figure out how to get any clients in the beginning, like at all. Um, and one of the things that I you know, eventually went on to do was just through pure experimentation had decided to, you know, add more things to what I was selling, right? And so, whereas before I was just like, hey, I'm a freelance writer, I wanna write for you. I started saying, hey, I'm a freelance writer, I wanna write for you, and for free on the side, I can do these things. You know, I forgot exactly what they were, but I did a couple extra things on the side for absolutely free. I'll build a funnel for you. I'll publish it for you and upload it to Amazon for you for free. I'll create a cover for you for free. I did a bunch of things on the side for free. And ironically, doing things on the side for free allowed me to raise my overall prices for just writing to the point where I was getting four figures for it. And so just to break it all down, why is that? Like I said, it all comes down. And and this is a part of something that I learned from Stephen Larson's videos on YouTube. Look them up if you don't know them. It all comes down to simplicity. And here's what I mean. Stephen Larson said, when you hand someone a solution, okay, your freelance writing services, people want to write, but they don't have the time or they don't have the skill. So your freelance writing services is a solution. When you hand somebody a product, a solution, embedded in that solution is a unique world, you know, world of its own problems, okay? And so I say, hey, you want to be part of my summit? Okay, that's a solution, but there are problems that arise from that. They don't understand it. They don't want to actually promote. They don't want to do all these extra things that come with being on the summit. You know, understanding is something that's simple, right? If they understand something, they're more able to do it. So when I say you want to do a podcast interview, it's simple, right? And so, um, uh, likewise, you know, everybody as a freelance writer, you offer services that, that may be, you know, simple in itself, but people want things to be as simple as possible. And the way you make them as simple as possible is you look at the embedded problems in the solution that you provide and you solve all of, all of them. The way Stephen Larson said it is like you give somebody an iPhone. They don't have a phone that's a solution for them. But with that solution, with that product comes problems out of that. And so, yeah, they have this iPhone, but now, hey, I don't have the time to figure out how to use this thing. You know, I don't know how to make a FaceTime call. How much do I have to pay for this? I don't have headphones, right? All these problems arise out of the solution you even provide. And so this simple thing actually make their lives harder. And so what does iPhone do? They provide a charger in the box because they, hey, I can't charge this thing. You know, they may provide a manual on how to boot up and how to get on iCloud and all these things, all these tutorials in the phone. It makes it simpler because that's a problem that they face. How do I actually use this? You know, they provide headphones along with it. Because, hey, I don't have headphones. I can't actually listen to the music that's playing for my phone. They provide free subscriptions. They provide all types of solutions to their solution because they realize their solution has embedded problems, okay? And so think about it in a freelance writing sense. When you give somebody a, a freelance writing uh, proposal, you want them, you know, you want to freelance write for them. What problems come out of that? Well, I don't actually know how to promote and sell what you're writing for me. So one of the things I offered... I'll make you a funnel. I'm writing a book, but I don't know actually how to make a cover. Okay, I'll make the cover for you. 
You know what I'm saying? I don't know how to, you know, even publish it. I'll publish it on Amazon for you. You have to knock down all the problems that are associated with your solution. And so it can become the most simplest solution on the market. The human mind always takes the, you know, the path of least resistance, the easiest route. And if in your marketplace you can become the easiest route, then suddenly more people will gravitate towards you as opposed to everyone else. But here's where you put the icing on a cake. All the solutions that you provide, you want to make sure or try to make as many of those solutions to your product, to the problems your product represents. You want to make most of those solutions unique to you. And so I say, they say, hey, I don't know how to promote this book. What is something unique that only really I can do? Most freelance writers can't do this that can help them with this. I can run Facebook ads for this and build a funnel for this. Can they go to any freelance writer for that other than me? Really no, right? And so if they want to actually promote and sell their book, they can't do it with any other freelance writer. They have to pay me what I want. They have to come to me because only I have these skill sets. Yeah, they can find a cover at another freelance writer. They can find somebody to publish it for them for a freelance writer. But these solutions, Facebook ads and funnels and things like that, this is something that I can do. Oh, I'll write a book in a way that breaks and builds false beliefs I write your book in terms of marketing instead of in terms of content. This is something that's unique to me, and so they have to go to me. I mean, if you think about it like this, people want simplicity in their solutions. And so, for example, you offer somebody a car or, 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 or transportation, okay, like a bike. They'll say, yeah, I don't, you know, I'll, I'll take this bike. But you offer them, the person that's driving the bike, a car. Now, let's say the car, you know, they don't know how to drive the car, right? Furthermore, the car is in stick shift, so it'll be very difficult to drive. Um, let's say, you know, this is the 1900s and the car only drives 20 miles per hour and it breaks down and it requires oil changes and they don't know how to, they don't know how to really change the oil. They got to change the oil every five months. There's no one around to do it. It costs a lot of money. Most people will probably stick with the bike because the solution that you provide them has problems embedded that they don't know how to solve. You have to take the device, the product that you're using to make their lives simpler and find unique ways that only you can do to make it further and further and further more simple. That is what differentiates you from the rest of your market, right? I want to put photos online. Instagram made it super, super simple. But then they say, I want a lot of people to see these photos. That's something that only Instagram can provide them because no other Instagram-like site has a big following like Instagram. And so they can't find substitution. And so that's what you want to do with your freelance writer. It's called going from a product to an offer. A product is a single solution to their problem. And an offer is a solution to their problem. Uh, and, and uh, you know, many little products that come with it that combat the problems that arise from the solution that you provided in the first place. Uh, so I hope that makes sense. Uh, if you like this episode, rate and review. Uh, if it doesn't make sense, hop on a 15-minute call with me. It'll blow your mind, the stuff that I can teach you about this freelance writing and you know things that I can help you with, I promise. Rate and review this podcast and subscribe. I also want you to look out because in the, in the next month, I'm coming out with something that will help you with all this. I'm going to break all of this down and it's going to be insane. Um, so look out for early next month. Uh, this is Dallas and this is the Freelance Writing Podcast. I appreciate you for listening.